Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and whatever you are up to. Matthew Grant here, partner at Instec. Now, as I'm recording this, we're experiencing a minor heat wave here in London. And I can tell you if there's one thing to get people out of work from home and into the office, it's the joy of air conditioning, or at least until there's a train strike. This week, you're going to be hearing from Andy Greff, CEO of Planner, as we discover the latest developments in using mobile devices to capture information inside homes for underwriting and remote claims. Now, you may already have taken a look at our recent report on remote claims assessment, which covers this topic, and my discussion with Andy is a chance to get into more detail about how insurers are using images from mobile phones to measure the inside of properties and settle claims a lot faster. If you don't have that report, by the way, you can find it on our report section of our website, instec.co, or download it from a link in the episode notes. Planner is currently available in the US and Australia with plans to expand to the rest of the world. And finally, before we turn to Andy, a reminder to anyone in London on the 28th of June that we have our next live event that night. Hope to see you there, supported by Guidewire and with some fascinating companies on stage talking about a variety of applications being used by underwriters for risk selection, pricing and management. Details on the website. Okay, here we go. Andy, delighted to be talking to you today. We first met in person in uh, November last year, I think one of my first uh, live events post-COVID, and really interested then to learn about what Planner's doing with your ability to understand or help insurance companies understand and assess remote claims or virtual claims. We're going to be talking more about that today. We released a report on that recently, uh, looking across that whole area. And you were one of the companies that we profiled in that. And what was particularly interesting is not just the fact you're using mobile devices to take images, but also the fact you're actually able to extract data and specifically help insurance companies and their assessors understand the loss. So uh, in terms of like the metrics, you were formed, I believe, in 2012. You yourself joined January 2016. And you said that you have attracted uh, somewhere in the region of $10 million of funding. And we're going to be talking about your clients as we go through this. But uh, definitely a, a key time for a business like yourselves. And is there anything you want to add in, to my brief description of all that you've been doing in the last uh, 10 years or so? Great to be here. appreciate you having us on. I would say it's a very exciting time. And tech has really come through as testament by this podcast, right? And uh, carriers are really looking to advance uh, that te- technology and use digital to really uh, improve their business and customer satisfaction. So it's a great time to be here. Um, uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. Now, your business is one of the ones that has flourished, I think is the right word, through the period of COVID because people could no longer send out adjusters to homes. It was starting to happen anyway, just from the basis of cost savings. But can you just talk a little bit about what actually is happening in that world of remote claims and, and how are companies using devices to be able to more efficiently understand what's happened after a loss? It's been kind of a roller coaster since March 2020, uh, as you can imagine. At that point, our virtual claim system was in place. It was ready to go, and we had one carrier. And now we have over 25 production carriers. We have uh, over 40 contracts, so we've got a number of folks in pilot as well. And so things are really going crazy right now. So in the virtual claims world, I think what's happening is carriers are in various stages of belief or religion, if you will, about virtual claims. Some have tried something, been successful. Some have tried stuff, haven't been successful, and some are still kind of um, sitting on the 
on the sidelines waiting for a little bit more belief and, and more tangible outcome too. So everyone's in various stages. So it's a pretty exciting time. And definitely people are willing to listen. People are willing to try. And it's been fun. And for any of those people who are still skeptics, uh, for those that make it all the way through to the end, you've got a, a little gift for them. So we won't tell them what it is yet. They've got to listen to the end to do that, but it might help them uh, become <laughs> become believers. So hang in there if you want to know a little bit more about how you can understand what planners are doing directly. But just want to talk a little bit, Andy, about how the company started and then you know, what was it that brought you into this business having sort of worked out outside of this area? So personally, I've been in enterprise software for 25 years now, building B2B2C software. Our tech founder, Dan Jovanovich, really was focusing on measurement. So he is PhD, uh, computer vision expert, but was building hardware to adapt to smartphones, you know, building lasers on top of smartphones, and was really looking into the photogrammetry spaces. He brought me in, and uh, we've been going since then. The original name of the company is actually Smart Picture Technologies. And so I think that colors a little bit of the background there. And we've we renamed ourselves in 2017 the Planner uh, as we adapted to more of a computer vision AI world. In the last 10 years, what you can do with your mobile phone is is improved dramatically. I mean, we're now even getting LIDAR on certainly on iPhone. So I presumably that's been a big driver for use. I mean, in addition to the, we'll talk a bit about it in a minute, what happened during COVID. We've always been a smartphone-based play, software-based play, right? So no adapters, no extra things that you have to buy. The real secret, Matthew, to our success is we figured out a way that anybody on any device can take these pictures and, and send them up. That's it. So that's how we scale. Simple enough for anybody from 8 years old to 88 years old. We've tested. We've seen it. We've created a process that's simple enough for anyone to use. And for people that aren't, familiar what, with what's happening in remote assessment and first notification of loss. I'll start it off. We'll start the, the journey off and then you can pick it up. So somebody has a loss. Let's assume it's escape of water because that's uh, mm-hmm. one people most people can relate to. They then contact their insurance company and say, I've got a loss. Then presumably at that point, the insurance company will somehow activate Planner or one of the partners you work with that's using Planner. Can you just sort of pick up the story from there about how people would start to gauge with your technology? We've got two main personas in our system that we care about intimately. One is the policyholder. Obviously, we got to make it simple enough for them to do the capture. But the second is this new breed of digital desk adjuster, right? They're not typically, they, they haven't been field adjusters. Um, they think differently. They act differently. They may not have as much seniority. They are digital natives. They're used to working with less data and being able to really do some detective work to kind of figure things out without having to go on site. So making do with less. And so we've really focused on that particular persona. And the desk adjuster to policyholder use case, while that was our primary use case from the beginning where somebody calls in, they file a claim, gets assigned to an adjuster and the adjuster says, hey, this would be a great planner project. By the way, we work primarily interior property claims. Okay. And so they would say, hey, this is a great one um, because it's it's not a the house is still standing, right? It hasn't been completely burned down. And I'm going to be able to send these token to the policyholder. I'm going to send it to them. As we find 77% of people submit their project within one hour. So if you can get that information in early, then your entire adjusting process 
changes. So you're saying that if someone has a loss, like within an hour, they're on the phone email to their insurance company saying, I've had a loss. Did I understand that correctly? The way it works is, so let's say, um, you know, I had water damage in my home. I had uh, my refrigerator start leaking right from the water hose. And so floor started warping, things like that. So they call in and say, I've, I've got a new claim. And what we've done is work with the FNOL call center. So they will offer planner right away. Okay. They will say, look, it looks like you have interior loss. We'd like you, we're going to send you a text message. We need pictures from you. This will allow you to get paid faster. That is the key thing. It allow you to get paid faster. And so we train these call center reps to offer it and make sure that the person receives. It's an SMS token, Matthew, right? So it's a link to be able to download our Android or iPhone app. So you download it and then just start taking the pictures and guide you through the process. So it's really, really slick. And that's what I mean by 77% of people submit within the first hour. So once they receive that SMS from us, 77% of people submit within the first hour. Now there's a long tail after that, right? It extends on for hours and, and a couple of days after that, that people get around to taking the pictures. But to be honest, that's another aspect that is tremendous in our system is the asynchronous nature of our, our system, meaning people can take the pictures whenever they want, right? It's up to them. They don't have to schedule somebody in their house. It's on their own time frame, And that's a key ingredient to our system. What it proves is that the technology must be fairly simple to use, that people can download it and take the photograph. And presumably they, they, they know then they're going to kick the process off and, and get paid. And then can you just talk a bit about what's actually happening? So there's photographs being taken, but where does the measurement come into it? Does that happen for the policyholder or are you doing that in the back end once the images go back to wherever they go back to? The app itself is rather simplistic. It doesn't do anything other than guide the user through taking pictures and uh, rather successful. It takes 90 seconds max to capture each room. After the capture happens, it's sent to our cloud. That's where it's processed. That's where we our, our proprietary patented technology really extracts out the measurements, com combines the, the pictures, and then generates. It's a fully measured 3D model of that room. We're talking everything in the room, every architectural element in that room, windows, doors, pillars, fireplaces, vanities, cabinets, everything is rolled out, including um, complex ceilings too. So in the, in the assessor adjusting world, Sometimes there's water damage on the ceiling. So if you have a slope, tray, attic, ceiling, we can handle all of those. So everything in that room, every architectural element in that room, we can capture. And I'm assuming that your water damage is one of the biggest types of loss. And But we can talk about some of the others in a moment. And presumably, you'll be able to see what the extent of the damage is from the, the water to be able to make a an assessment of the, of the loss. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, people, we have damage steps in our in our in our app to ask people to take pictures of the damage. Really, the it's rather simplistic. It's We only ask one question of the policyholder, and that is what kind of ceiling do you have? Is it a complex ceiling or is it a flat ceiling or other? That's it. And the rest of it, it just guides you through the process of taking pictures. And it's it's really simple. And then fire damage, presumably, you can handle that. There is smoke. We do fire one room, two rooms. Now, we've been... Uh, our original premise when we first started off the company was low to mid-severity claims. So two to three rooms, like one to three rooms, if you will, right? We've since adapted to 
Um, we have really low severity claims with our uh, snapshot skew, which is just photos. So let's say, let's say uh, somebody broke a window, right? And you just need to see a picture of the window. You don't need the measurements, right? You just get the pictures from the room. It's a low cost for the carrier just to get the pictures in. Now, we also have rolled out floor planning where we stitch all these rooms together. So if you have flood, if you have larger loss, then we can actually generate a full floor plan of multi-level home, all from policyholder pictures, right? And so we're in beta with a number of carriers with this and scaling up on that capability. I think sometimes people think about remote claims assessment and they're assuming that the the AI is actually trying to do all sorts of complicated loss assessment in the background. But I mean, the way you describe it, but correct me if I'm wrong, you've got your desk adjuster that's ultimately making the decision. But what they're doing is they're getting photographs and they're getting measurements, and then they can make a choice about, presumably there's some kind of triage as they're going on, either mm -hmm. they settle the claim mm -hmm. or they need to call out someone to go and look at it on site. Yeah, yeah. I call it, um, instead of AI, I call it intelligent augmentation. Right, and there's a there's a whole uh, philosophy and investment thesis on that IA versus AI, and the idea is that AI is this artificial Skynet thing that's way out there, and all we're really trying to do is automate the mundane, time-consuming aspects of the job, which means driving, going on site, right? Which means the sketching aspect of it, which means taking all these pictures and really generating all the necessary context. So it's it's a lot more than pictures and 3D models, measurements. I would say it's context, which really matters too, right? So we can tell you exactly where you're looking in the room. We give you a ton of information about the room itself and really output that so that that person can do what a human being does, which is the analysis, right? Which we can't do. That's not what we do yet, right? The analysis and writing the estimate itself. Actually, that's the second time today, and it's only three o'clock in the UK, I've heard the, the term intelligent augmentation as, a, as a, an alternative to artificial intelligence. And I'm really pleased oh, you said that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah and, and, well, if somebody Googles that, it's there's some really interesting um, and fascinating things about that. Well, I, I think it's a thinking person's uh, choice of words as opposed to yeah, a year ago or so, everyone was claiming that they had AI for everything, and it was just a bit ridiculous. So that, yeah, we'll be all be pleased to know that the role of humans has not totally disappeared from, <laughs> from the business world, just making their life a little bit easier. You're overlaying this, the, the analytics on this. Now, just back to your point earlier on about the speed of adoption on this. What's What's been happening with regards to you know, the solutions that are out there? Because the, taking photographs has been around for a while. Is the sort mm -hmm. of magic bit you're doing, putting in the, the ability to actually take the data and then extract the, the size as opposed to just being able to look at the uh, the images? You know, I think that's part of it, but I think the bigger thing is the pictures that, yes, pictures have been uh, available, right? People have been doing it, but for the most part, it's been an independent adjuster or an adjuster going on site to take those pictures. Pictures that you have been getting in from policyholders, right, haven't been enough or good enough to write the claim. Like I, I, I see and hear a ton where you'll say, okay, well, show me the show me the uh, water damage and they'll, you know, take a picture two inches away from the water damage and you have no context, right? So you can't see where it is in the room. You can't see anything at all. At all. And we solve that. So I think the bigger thing, Matthew, is the pictures themselves are really incredible, right? And you get the context. And I'll, I'll do a quick transition here, but I think part of it is the earlier you move it into the process is it also helps inform your method of inspection, MOI, right? 
And as I mentioned, it reduces the number of handoffs that you have. But if you can get those pictures in early, which they previously haven't been able to do, right? Because you either have to do a video collaboration. Let me set up some time tomorrow to do it. Or um, let me send somebody else to take the pictures. But if you can get those things in early and you can determine, am I going to send this to a large loss person? Do I have to send this out to the field? Um, can I send it to a desk person? Things like that. That's why the pictures in early really, really, really matter. And you can literally build your business processes around this when embedded early. That's why the magic thing is Holy Grail is putting it in FNOL or EFNOL. We found 50% of people want a self-service solution. Uh, 25% of people are neutral. They would do it if asked. So we're talking 75% of your policyholder population, and this is kind of a nationwide survey, are positive to neutral for self-service solutions. So offer it to people, make it available. And even if you just get the pictures in, then you have more information before you go on site than you, you had before. It's amazing optimization of your adjusting process. And the bit I want to pick up on there, which I think is really intriguing, is you, you sort of referenced video. And initially, you know, I would have thought video, that's great. You've got video, it's dynamic, you get more data. But actually, what you're saying is, and it's probably true of many areas of innovation and life in general, actually, if you can make it simpler, the complexity of the technology sits in the background from the user's experience. It's simpler. It's a photograph. It's not a video. And that, therefore, means the whole process it becomes seamless and, and faster. Simple is important here. We built it so that it can work in a CAD environment. We built it for low latency. We built it for simplicity on most devices. And that's that's really important. It's a really um, small app. It doesn't take a lot of uh, space. We built some communication means in there and you can delete it after you use it. It's kind of a one-shot solution, right? But it can get you paid faster. And for our non-technical audience, like you said cat environment. So you basically mean after a catastrophic loss, is that right? Where the power might have gone down or that's right. Other that's right. Okay. Like for example, I'll give you a great example. So in Texas, which is where I'm based, Austin, Texas, we had the big freeze back in February of last year, right? And it was crazy. It was it was really crazy here. And um, a lot of pipes were exploding at 3 a.m. in the morning. You couldn't send anybody out five days. The roads were undrivable, right? But carriers that had embedded us at FNOL and EFNOL, we were getting claims at three o'clock in the morning. We, and, and that continued. You should see the spike in our usage from that time period. This was Monday morning. And then by the time Friday came around, you know, those folks had checks in their hands, uh, already settled the claim for the most part, and then it continued on, right? And so power had gone out. You know, they may have had cell coverage. They definitely didn't have Wi-Fi, um, limited cell coverage. And so our system worked and performed perfectly. No outages. People were able to submit the pictures. In fact, I'll give you a funny story. We were out looking for real estate last year, and the realtor was showing us a space, and he asked, well, what do you guys do? And so we told him, and he pulled up his phone, and he said, I used your app during the February freeze with my carrier and he showed the app and he showed that he used it. And, and I got to tell you, there's nothing more heartwarming and just verifying to your life as an entrepreneur when you see it being used in the wild. Hi, I'm Tara, one of the research analysts at Instech. I'm working on our upcoming report, Marketplaces and Exchanges, 10 Ways They Are Reshaping Insurance, which will include profiles of more than 30 companies and case studies from Howden, Boltec, Vestu, and InsureWave. 
The report will be released on Tuesday the 5th of July and will be free to download from our website. For more information, go to intertech.co forward slash marketplaces. I know you're working with other companies as partners. and How does that work in terms of how you deliver the, the product out to the insurers or their clients? You know, there's a beginning, you know, when, when the claim is, is filed and then there's uh, the back end when the claim is written, right? And we kind of sit in between there. So we've integrated with FNOL systems, claims management systems like Guidewire. So we're a Guidewire partner. We have integrations into CoreLogic and Xactimate. On the CoreLogic side, we've had an integration in place for them for with a couple years. We are launching our Sketch integration with them this month. So same as Xactimate, you can initiate from CoreLogic Symbility and the sketch will find its way back into CoreLogic. And so then they can write the estimate from there, Matthew, right? We're not, we're not writing the estimate for them, but we're giving them everything they need to be able to ascertain damage and everything flows into their system. So you got CoreLogic, you got Guidewire, Xactimate, that's the very risk product, isn't it? You've integrated with. Correct. Okay. We built the system to integrate. So if anyone has any other homegrown systems, which we've done a number of homegrown claims management integrations as well, one of our company ethos is just make sure it's easy to drop into any existing business process out there. And so um, as we're seeing in the Australia market, which we're launching into, it's, it's we need to be adaptable and be able to handle the claims management systems out there as well. So bring it on. So if you're listening and if you've got a solution you want to integrate with, Planner, you can rise up to Andy's challenge to see. <laughs> will, uh, I'm sure it will <laughs> integrate well. Uh, but Australia, so yeah, you, you started off in North America, but you're now offering this in uh, in Australia, and you've got an investor and a client, or at least one I know of, uh, there as well. Is that right? Started off in US, expanded into Canada, and with our last Series A last year, led by Dallas Venture Capital, uh, IAG participated. IAG is the largest carrier in Australia, leveraging Planner not only in claims, but also early uh, in the quote bind and, and leveraging the interior of the uh, pictures from the interior to really inform a lot of the decisions from beginning all the way to, to the end for the entire customer journey. So, and we believe that as well, right? If, if, you, if you fundamentally think what we figured out is a way that anybody can capture their interior space, it's leverageable for claims and it's also leverageable for underwriting as well. We've seen Flywheel offering is for underwriting, and uh, it certainly seems to be a very powerful use case. And then what about what's happening next, Andy? So you've, you've sort of cracked this nut. Can you give us a hint of what's going to come? We've expanded our AI capabilities so that we're launching uh, materials and objects identification as well. So that means that as soon as those pictures come up, we can instantly give you readouts from those pictures. We can tell you what objects are in the place, what materials are used, and use that to further inform the method of inspection. So for example, Matthew, like high-end kitchen, mid-level kitchen, low-end kitchen, things like that. If you want to use that for the underwriting, then by all means, uh, do that as well. We can instantly return back, hey, here's a picture of the fireplace, here's a picture of the dog, here's a picture of the skylight, electric panel, whatever you need, right? because the user's capturing them all. Is there anything else I haven't asked you about or is worth talking about just now? There's five elements. We reduce cycle time, right? So you can imagine from 14 days to 1.7 days. If you don't have to send somebody out, your ROI on, on loss adjusting expenses is, I mean, it's dramatic. 
when I talk about that 77% of people return their photos in the first hour, especially in the highly litigious state, that freezes that loss. So imagine this, right? They file the claim, they get a text message, they take the pictures, and then a public adjuster or an attorney shows up and you know, two days later and something happens, right? I'm not going to say anything, but something untoward happens, right? You have those pictures from right when it first happened, and you can reduce the amount of fraud that can happen after the fact. If you are writing your estimate, your, your, your rebuild estimate based on your a contractor or water mitt sketch, then we found that our estimates are 4 to 18% less than if you use those contractor or water mitt, meaning your indemnity payout is reduced. Why? Is because they round up, right? They're not sketches. They're not adjusters. So if you are writing your estimates based on that feedback and, and that data, then you're, you're using flawed data and ours is correct. Final piece. If you think about what I mentioned earlier about kind of the planner fairies coming uh, flying off and then coming back and dropping everything within the estimation in exact or core logic, think about how how much that reduces the training time to get people up to speed, right? So in this world of the great resignation, if you can expand the footprint or the expand the the qualifications of people, they can be up and running in weeks to be able to write the estimate. And that helps out significantly with these carriers, large carriers that are really trying to um, handle the great resignations. Those things have a staggering impact on the claims process. Two things that I sort of pick up on. One is that point about the sort of fraud. And I'd heard another version of that, which was something of the order of 25% of claims weren't pursued when people were asked to send photographs in the first place just because there was some fraud going on. Uh, and then you mentioned water mitting there, which I think is water mitigation. Is that right? Correct. Just water mitigation or contractors, yeah. right, who go on site, right? right? Yeah. Uh, lots of really interesting takeaways in there. I wouldn't want to suggest that people are only going to take away one. But, but if you do want people to remember something from this and really want to reinforce it, what's the one thing they should be telling their, uh, their friends and colleagues about Planner? Virtual claims works. Policyholders can take the pictures. We've made it simple enough that anybody can take these pictures and you get enough information that you can write the estimate. And even if you can't write the estimate, then you have enough information to go on site with. You already have all the sketch done and your your process is further made more efficient. So it really works. And that's a good segue into our offer for, for the person that's made it all the way through to the end who might be a little bit skeptical about that last comment. Uh, what is it you can help them with to convince them that this, this really does work in a practical kind of way? Well, absolutely. We, we love people to, to touch it, feel it, and, and try it out. So just go to our website, planner.ai, P-L-N-A-R.ai, and just hit the chat button. Just say, I'd like to try out Planner. And we'll send you a, a sample project. You can't download our app and just try it out. It's really, um, it's initiated by the carrier. And so they'll send you a token and then you can go and try it out. Brilliant. Well, I'm sure people will be intrigued by that works. Hopefully not because they've got a claim they want to try it out or just because they <laughs> want to try it out. On, well, just try it out, right? You know, the funny thing is, is like everybody who tries this out always picks the hardest route. They always want to see if we can handle it. And we always do. 
Well, fantastic. Well, I mean, that's been a really interesting discussion. It's great meeting you last year and really just hear this coming to life and uh, some really fantastic details in there. So thank you very much. Hopefully we'll see each other again at some point soon, uh, somewhere in the world, maybe back in the US or if you're ever in the UK, do please come and uh, come and say hello. Absolutely. No, thanks for the time. Thanks for everything you do in this space. I really appreciate it. It's fantastic. Good. No, thank you. Thank you, Matthew. That's almost it for today. Thanks for sticking with us to the end. And just to let you know, there are now 15 of us at Instec talking to companies around the world that are using or building the most innovative products, both new and not so new. And if you're wondering why you are not getting the attention you deserve or struggling to find your technology partners because you're not one of our members, then please do contact me, Matthew at Instec.co, and we'll see if we can help. Thank you.